your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And not a good day. Yesterday was not a good day either. And today got a little bit worse. Twofold. Uh, Gabe Landeskog was added to the COVID protocol list. And then a few hours later, word came down that the Avalanche will not be playing until at least February 11th. So what's this all mean? We're going it, to... It's COVID talk. I mean, that, that's where we're at with the Avalanche right now. And a lot of the league. So we are going to discuss what this means going forward in many different aspects. So it's uh, kind of where we're at. It sucks, but that's that seems to be the trend right now. All right, so follow the show on social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter. Follow on Instagram, search for Locked on Avalanche. And send, definitely send... Questions, comments, concerns, opinions to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. Are you angry? I'm sure most of you are, <clears throat> while at the same time probably understanding. But it doesn't make it easy. And you kind of get the the thought that maybe, maybe this could, could have been prevented. You, you can't really say for sure, but the way that things worked out with Minnesota and knowing that at least one of their players was testing positive before the Sunday game and they still went forward with that game, who knows? It, it's it's next to impossible to really put a timeline and tag a player and say he is directly responsible. You just have... No idea. You you can you can make the best assumptions, <clears throat> but you really, really don't know. But nonetheless, you have to think that you know at least some of this virus got around between these two teams with the Avalanche and the Wild. And here we are. And yesterday we had Tyson Jost, or two days ago, Tyson Jost got added to the list. And I was saying yesterday that like it, it's next to impossible for him to be the only one to get added to the COVID protocol list. And right now it's just uh, him and Gabe Landeskog, but they went a step further and shut the avalanche down for a week. And there were some people online saying like they're not going to shut the whole avalanche team down for two guys that's just the information we were getting. I can almost guarantee you there is more that we just haven't heard. It hasn't become official that they're added to the list yet. And if if it is two guys and they shut the abs down for a week, that that's in and of itself, that, that's enough. Because Tyson Jones and Gabe Landeskog have been around everybody else on the Colorado Avalanche. So we'll have to see. I mean, here's the uh, bring up the statement from the NHL. 
Official statement says the National Hockey League announced today that the Colorado Avalanche games have been postponed at least through February 11th as a result of players recently entering the NHL COVID protocols. The decision was made by the leagues, the NHLPAs, and clubs medical group in conjunction with the Colorado Department of Health, who determined that more caution was warranted while the parties are analyzing test results in the coming days. The team's training facilities have been closed, effective immediately, and will remain closed until further notice. The league is in the process of reviewing and revising the Avalanche regular season schedule, and it is expected that a decision on next week's games will be made in the coming days. The Colorado organization has and will continue to follow all recommended guidelines aimed at protecting the health and safety of its players, staff, and community at large as set by the NHL, local, state, and national agencies so right at the end of that first paragraph where it says uh all of the the, you know the league nhlpa club medical groups in conjunction with colorado department of health determined that more caution was warranted while the parties are analyzing test results in the coming days we know these guys get tested on the regular anyway so you have two guys that are already in the protocol and you know those guys were hanging around They're, they're on the ice with them they're they're on they're playing on the ice and they're sitting on the bench next to each other. So now they have to wait for all those test results to come back, and you need at least a week for those results to come back and, and see what happens. And even then, it's not guaranteed because who knows when you caught it? Who knows when it actually went into your system? That could be somebody that it, that is being tested for it yesterday, and it's not materializing in their body until now. So they will be tested several times throughout this week. We know that. And, I mean, best case scenario is, is the Avalanche, you know, lose five games. There's there's five games that they, the, the game that was last night against the Wild, and then the weekend, two games against St. Louis, and then two games against Arizona. So that's at a minimum. They'll have to find time to make those up. But you just look at what's going on around the league and it's not pretty and everybody you know i I was talking to adam denker from locked on lightning we did the national show yesterday we're kind of talking about this and the the the, i think it was carolina was pointing the finger at the devils saying they're they're the reason why our guys have it but you can't prove i mean you you can't 100 percent prove that so this is just going to be a revolving carousel and a revolving door of he said, she said, but it doesn't matter. Guys are out on the ice, and it's happening right now. Games are being played right now, and guaranteed there's guys out there that are COVID positive right now. And then we will find out in the coming days and weeks that they're on the COVID list, and you know it's spread to other guys. It, it's It's going to happen. <clears throat> so it, it's we we knew it could happen, and like I said on yesterday's show, like the, the season started January thirteenth, right? Yeah, January thirteenth. So all of this has been happening within the first month of the season. It's not good, people. It's not good. I should be watching a Colorado Avalanche game right now. And I understand why I'm not. And I'm honestly okay with it. Because you want these guys to to get healthy. 
So we're gonna we're gonna talk about what this means for the Avalanche when they do return. You know, you're you're basically getting your bye week. There was no bye week scheduled for this season, but you're getting it now. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about who, does this affect individual players, kind of players who had been playing very well, um, and then obviously the injuries. There's a silver lining in everything. So more to get to, and we'll get to it right after we hear from a couple people who are supporting the show, and one of them is BetOnline.ag Super Bowl right around the corner, people. And I mentioned that Lockdown NHL show that I did yesterday with Adam. Host of Tampa Bay Lightning, so clearly he has to be voting for, or not voting, rooting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And if you listened to that show, we kind of made our Super Bowl predictions, and he he would not go as far as to say Tampa Bay will win, but he does think that the spread is three and a half. He does think that the Buccaneers can come within that frame. I, on the other hand, think this is going to be an absolute blowout. I think Kansas City is going to wipe the field with uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it's a little bit difficult for me to say that, being a Denver Broncos fan and having that team be in your division. Uh, But I've said it before, I would much rather a team in my division beat Tom Brady than to to have to hear and listen to the Tom Brady fans for another offseason. I can't do it. So please, Kansas City, win. I don't care that you're in the Broncos division. So if you want to put some money on on that game, which many people do, if you didn't know, betonline.ag is the place to do it. It's the one place that has you covered and the one place that we at Locked On trust. Sign up today for a free account and use that promo code, which is locked on, and you get a 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on that action. Don't forget to use the promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. So, whatever you put in for your first deposit, betonline.ag will add another 50%. So, betonline, your online sports book experts. And while you're sitting around at the Super Bowl, there's going to be tons of food there. I'm sure, you know, some people are. If they're holding true to their New Year's resolutions and, you know, don't want to eat and, and gorge themselves on pizza and wings, bring some Bilt Bar with you. Why not? Bilt Bar, we've been talking about it for a long time. You know it. You love it. It's the improved Bilt Bar. It's even delicious-er, if that is a word. We made it up. It's a word. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew, more like a candy bar than your nasty, gritty, typical protein bars. They come in 18 amazing flavors. Caramel brownie, cherry, barcia is another one. Lemon almond cheesecake, coconut almond, banana bread, mint brownie. The list goes on. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. Great for the keto diet. Most bars contain a flavor profile of 19 grams of protein, 180 grams or 100 or excuse me, 180 or 130 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. Go to BillBar.com, use that promo code locked on, and you will get 20% off of your next order. Once again, the promo code is locked on, and 20% comes off of your next order at BillBar.com. So the Avalanche uh, will not be playing through February 11th. In all reality, you know, if that holds true, 
where everything is is okay and they are cleared, they really aren't going to play until February 14th. So that's, you know, even longer. It's just they, they the 11th is against the Coyotes. They have the 12th, 13th off, and then the 14th starts a two-game series, I believe, against uh, Vegas. Let me see. Uh, hold on here, because this is... Uh, no, that's that's another four-game series. So, yeah, there you go. So the Avalanche will will not play, and they won't play until the 14th. So it's even longer than a week that we're not going to see the Avalanche play. So, and... and to add even more craziness to this, there was another Minnesota Wild player added to the list yesterday. Uh, I can't remember who it was. I'm going to look it up really quick. But so, so that makes a total of seven. Nico Sturm was added. And, you know, not a guy that gets a lot of time, but played in every single one of those games against the Avalanche. Got like 10 to 12 minutes a game. Doesn't matter, though. He's out there. And it only takes one shift you could play 30 seconds in a game and you've spread that thing to the other team. So what does this mean for the Avalanche? So like we said, they're definitely not going to play until at least the 14th. And, you know, what? they're coming back against Vegas, who also has not been playing. So that game and that series is going to be very interesting because that's two teams that are, are going to have to get back up on that horse and and – hit the ground or hit the ice running again. And we had just gotten over what I was calling the the avalanche preseason. You know, the first six games, they went three and three, looked good in, in some games, looked bad in some others, and they had hit a stride. And now that momentum is pretty much all but shot because you can't practice, you can't hang out with these guys, you can't like this is not bubble hockey. This is not, you know, what when the game is over, we can go to the restaurants that they have open for us, you know, uh, and playing some soccer or football. Like th- that was all that was a little club med that they had. You, this is you are shut down. You can't hang out with these guys. You can't do anything with them, especially do hockey related events with them. So when the Avalanche come back, it's it's we're basically starting from ground zero again, and we might have some real ugly, nasty games once again because that timing just might be a little bit off. Think about it like when on a normal bye week in in the NHL, when you come back from that bye week, it does it takes you a few games to get going again. Now it shouldn't take what it did in the beginning of the season with like six games, might just take a game or two, but. This this is a little bit different because you can't do anything with these guys. By week, you still do some practice and do still do some you know basic things. Keep the keep the blood flowing. With this, it's it's like when they went on pause, and people went home to different countries. That's not going to happen this time, but you know what I mean. So, I don't know what what's the last time that Vegas played. Let me look that up. Let's see, Vegas, they're January 28th, February 1st, and February 3rd were all postponed. So they're scheduled to play tonight, actually, and Friday against the Kings. So they're scheduled to get back in action. So they're going to have one, two, three, four, five games if all goes well when they, you know, if they can pick back up and play. And I haven't seen anything that says they're not. 
But they'll have five games under their belt before they meet up with the Avalanche. That could be a nasty series for Colorado, at least to start. It's a four-game series. The first two are in Vegas. Not that that really matters a ton. But, um, yeah, so so they're going to have a five-game run on the Avalanche to get back into the swing of things. They, they've only missed three games where the Avalanche are going to miss at least five. And that's not good. <laughs> None of this is good, people. So, I, I like, this is just not what you wanted to see. Again, we knew that it was going to happen. The Avs were already struck with some coronavirus stuff with, with Eric Johnson, but that was prior to the season starting. And this is in-season, in-game, live action, and it's getting transmitted from team to team. And could have been, could it have been prevented? We may never know. It, you know, you you could make a case for that it could, but you can't be a hundred percent rock solid on that. So yeah, I think it's it's you know for the Avalanche, uh, Valentine's Day is when at the earliest that we will see them play, and it might be ugly for a couple games. This is just going to be a crazy season, and, and we just have to go with the flow with this. There's nothing else that we can do. And, I mean, does anybody out there think that this entire thing might get shut down? Is that is that where we're going right now? That the NHL, it's beyond their control? I don't see – it's very – I mean, like I said on yesterday's show – we're, and I even mentioned it today, we're, we're a month into the season and we have all these cases and all of these teams. What's another month going to do? And I had said on yesterday's show as well that what does this mean for the Lake Tahoe game? You know, we're not there yet, but, you know, the, the Avalanche on the 14th are coming back. The next week is that game. So, nothing really to say. This is going to be a, a struggle, and this is going to be a struggle of a season, not just for the Avalanche, but obviously for the Minnesota Wild. Who knows what's going to happen with them? Uh, I think the next thing that we have to do is just wait for these tests to come back. We have to get clarification on these tests, who's positive, who's negative, and that's the thing here. That's the thing that we keep missing is just because these guys are in a COVID protocol – does not mean that they are positive. It means for whatever concern about them being positive. So they're put on the protocol list, tests are done, and we have to wait for the results. So it's kind of like an innocent until proven guilty type of thing. But there's just so many guys that are on this list right now, it's next to impossible for all of them to come up negative. But we do have to wait for the results. I think that is key. And we won't know... You know, through this, well, I mean, probably sometime over the weekend, maybe. I know I don't think they're doing rapid testing, so it might take some time to get them back. But uh, maybe late weekend or early next week, we will hear. And then we can make a determination. And then we will know if one week is enough to get back on the ice. Because if anybody's positive, this could get pushed further. This is all new stuff. This is not stuff that anybody has dealt with before. And how to handle it. So you you postpone things for a week. And that's fine. 
and then you evaluate, you reassess, you see who's positive, you see who's negative, and you do contact tracing. And if there's more, you push it back another week. And that's where we're at. What does this mean for individual players, though? We're going to get to that in a second, but we're going to hear from rockauto.com first. And chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, just like the airlines do. rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or an account login. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers, so why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us section so they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That is rockauto.com. All right, so finally talked about the avalanche and and what that could mean for them coming back from this bye week basically but now you have to look at individual players because you you do feel bad for some guys on the avalanche who have been playing exceptionally well and who knows what's going to happen when the the hopefully week break is over the guy i go to immediately is philip grubauer Grubauer has been Vesna-like, and I'm sure he is going to keep himself healthy and, and in shape and do any necessary drills. But, uh, you know, a week of not having that game action, it's not overly difficult. But, you know, like I said, it might take at least a game or a game and a half before you snap back into it. So... And I think someone like Philip Grubauer did not, he was not looking forward to this, is not looking forward to it. None of them are. But in terms of someone who is, was riding a wave, he is definitely somebody that will have to watch when we come back how he has adjusted to it. So I do feel bad for Philip Grubauer because he's been, been playing fantastic. Uh, guys like, you know, uh, by on the defensive end, like Byram, He's a young pup. I think he will be just fine. I think someone on the opposite end, I think someone who actually needs this little break is Ryan Graves. I talk about Ryan Graves a lot and how he's been up and down and, and he, he hasn't been really consistent. I think this might be good for him. Remember when Jared Bednar, was a, he, he made him a healthy scratch? I think this could be good for him. You know, he made him a healthy scratch just to take a step back, just – Take a day, you know, collect your thoughts, just just look at it from a different perspective. And now Graves has a week to do that. And that could benefit him where he really goes back and he can really study those games and what he did wrong and what he's done right and really kind of figure it out and fine tune those areas that he can improve on. So I think it could be a, a good opportunity for Ryan Graves to, to have this little bit of a break. Um, guys like Burkowski who's been playing well, you, you kind of feel for him. That entire second line, <laughs> they had just started to figure it out. And now they got to do it again. So I think a lot of eyes are going to be on them because they they had started off horribly. 
and then as of late had done very well so much so that when mckinnon went down you know the uh coach bednar did not move someone from the second line up and i thought that was a great decision because the second line had been playing very well together so why break that up so we'll see how the second line does as far as the first line does miko rantanen you know he's a guy who has been doing well so it's, it's both ends of this where it's Guys that are doing well, can they continue that when they come back? And maybe guys that have been playing a little bit poorly, can can they use this as an opportunity to really look at game film and see the areas of improvement? And I think JT Confer is another one. He's another one who has not been happy with how he has played. And it's a great opportunity to, to kind of, like I said, kind of take a step back. And clearly, the, you know, the one thing that this this does help is all the injuries. I mean, it's – use it. If, if we're going to be on the break and you got all the injuries, you might as well utilize it. So guys like, uh, you know, obviously McKinnon and Taves, they could be back on if – again, if things go well, they could be back on the 14th. Those two guys definitely. But, you know, someone like Belmar – and Calvert, I mean, Francois was added to, I believe, the the IR. So he's going to be out for a while. So I think we can kind of put Francois to the side for now, unfortunately. But McKinnon and Taves, very good shot at returning for the 14th. Belmar and Calvert, don't know still. Eric Johnson, don't know still. I think Eric Johnson might be on that the teetering list of returning on the 14th. So... And I'm surprised we haven't got like a an Instagram post from from him because he loves posting like images of his face and his teeth or lock thereof. Uh, I, he seems like the guy like if you know smacking his face on the ice would give him a nice shiner. He'd want to post it. I'm surprised we haven't got that from him. Uh, maybe the Avalanche won't let him do that, or Bednar won't let him do that. But so there is positives and negatives to this. Negatives: Avalanche aren't playing for. A week minimally. Negatives are, you know, guys that were hot: Grubauer, Rantanen, the second line. They gotta take a week off and hope that they can come back and pick up right where they left off. Positives: you have injured players that can heal for at least a week and not miss any games. And the guys that have been playing not the best or not how they have wanted to play can now take a week and really decompress and reassess and look at where things have gone wa- gone wrong and come back and maybe be even stronger. So there's good and bad with this, but for the fans, it's it's bad because there's there's no avalanche hockey and the team was starting to really gel and really come together. You started feeling good watching an avalanche game like they were like, you know, like they were hot. And you knew, like, the chances of them winning were were high. They should be anyway because they're a really good team. But you just started feeling good about game day and the Avalanche coming away with points. We will still feel that. Um, but it, it, it's going to be uh, now in the back of our mind for the rest of the season, is this going to happen again to the Avalanche? It will happen to other teams. But if it starts happening to the same team multiple times... 
that's clearly not a good thing. So we shall see everybody. That's going to be it for this weekend. And uh, this, or it's going to be it for this week, I should say. But this weekend is going to be very interesting. Maybe we'll get some test results back and maybe get some more answers as to where things stand for the Colorado Avalanche. But no games for now. So let me know what you guys are thinking. Avalanche at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. It's going to be it for this week. Uh, interesting week, was it not? So uh, enjoy the weekend. Stay safe out there. And we will see you on Monday. Here's Joby. Go, Abs, go.